Welcome to the Am I Hunting Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening as always. So this episode is uh, another fun one where I sat down with Bob Johnson. Uh, he was on uh, on a previous episode. We sit down with him and my dad who they've been a long time friends and we just kind of talk and kind of BS a little bit about uh, kind of hunting in general, kind of the you know how the season went and then a little bit about how uh, you know, hunting, especially here in Michigan, was you know in the past, or and how it's transitioned to what it is now, um, and kind of what the the outlook of hunting in Michigan uh, looks like in comparison to um, it did in years past. You know, long ago it was you know kind of unheard of that anyone would pass on a year and a half old buck. You know, if you saw a buck, you know, a legal buck at least that um, you know came through your shooting lane or you know came within range, that you were basically shooting it. And it's really interesting these days to see that transition where the mindset has changed, the you know the goals of a lot of hunters have changed, and, and we get into that a little bit on this episode. Uh, one thing I do need to point out is that uh, for the video wise, there's actually um, for the bulk of the conversation, there's no video. I was a bit of a knucklehead and forgot my power cable uh, here at home and didn't bring me with bring it with me when we went to go uh, sit down with. Uh, Bob, so I actually had to borrow some batteries and run the the my recorder as long as I could. Uh, as at some point the batteries did run out, uh, so we actually had to cut the conversation short a little bit, at least in the recording side. Um, so if you're listening out on audio, great. If you're we're hoping for the video uh, for the bulk of this conversation, we are missing that part. Uh, you know, lesson learned, I guess. But if you do like this episode make sure that you uh like the show subscribe to the channel again share the show with your friends you know your support and sharing and spreading the word about this uh, this podcast is you know helps me out uh you know kind of spreading the word essentially and as always if you want to see everything that the show has to offer head on over to mihuntingpodcast.com where all the videos all the podcasts as well as newly added blogs the website store and uh, with uh, different logo, logo wear uh, that's expanding in the collection as well. So if you're interested in any of that, head on over again to mihoneypodcast.com. And if you want to support the show more directly, consider becoming a member. Additional discount on anything within the store for the life of your membership. Exclusive content and members only giveaways. So with that, let's get into the conversation. <laughs> well... <laughs> it just shows you where you rank. <laughs> I know I run all the cameras, set up all the tree standing blinds, and <laughs> he's yeah. doing backdoor deals. <laughs> yeah, just like Jim Shockey. <laughs> yeah. His boy does all that stuff, produces everything, and, and then his photographer or cameraman lived right here in Lake Ann. He'd be about your age, Ian Majak. Oh, a Majak? Yeah. Okay. Tom. Yeah, he uh, his boy worked for uh, 
Shockey for years. Went on all the trips and uh. that. And, oh, no. So, what is this? Records everything then? Yep. Oh. Doesn't have one of them little reels that go around and around? No. <laughs> them are outdated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, I've talked about it before mm-hmm. where I've basically wanted to do a little bit more than just, you know, do my normal hunts and whatnot. I wanted to be able to share those experiences that I go through and then bring on people like yourself to tell other hunting stories and talk about your experiences type of deal. So. <laughs> Well, is you know, uh, hunting is, but you know when you pull the trigger, it, it only takes a few seconds. seconds. Yeah. So, but the stories. Yeah. So you say it's you sit there for days, and then all of a sudden it's over, and boom. Yeah. Ten, fifteen seconds, and then. Yeah. And then they frown on it if you shoot too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, like Ty and you 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 started this uh a long time ago where you decided to hunt bigger oh yeah bigger mature bucks and then like you said when we first started hunting it's four yeah, points. Then bottom. Yeah. That's all archery. I had sixty of them. Sixty four and I cut some up and that, but that's what you got. Yeah, that's what we hunted for. Half old. I mean, look at the spikes and fork yep. horns, and I, w- I was happy to get them for years, and all of a sudden, I just said, "Man, there's more. There's more than spikes and fours." Yeah, but you had to go someplace else besides where we were or hunting. Right here, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. back then, that's you seen a. Uh, that six point or that four point or that eight point, you shot it. If it had horns, you yeah. shot it. Yep. I guess. I mean, you can see I did. <laughs> I yeah, I did the same thing. I had bagfuls. I sold yeah. them in the yard sale. Guy goes, "What are you gonna do with those horns?" I'm like, I don't know. He goes, "Can I hey, buy them from you?" Like, sure, help yourself. Yeah. Take them. I got fifteen or so in the pole barn out there. I just had too many little ones and that so that's when i decided you know it's it's time to upgrade right and and when you upgrade to a two and a half four and a half five and a half buck a five and a half year old buck or a four and a half year old buck a totally different character than a year and a half old buck yeah i mean there it's it's a different challenge it was different hunting because then when I moved, uh, I went hunting someplace else. I went South Dakota, and I thought, "Dang, look at them! Dude, I seen 15, 20 bucks a day, two and a half year olds. You know that? I thought that was great. It took me a couple years of saying, "Hey, don't shoot them because there's." bigger better you just gotta hold off and hunt right and then that but uh, then we still we were getting 125s and 130s and then I said well I wanted to go bigger so that's, back I, back in the day though was there anyone like in Michigan that was chasing any you know older age class bucks that really anyone knew about? Not on about? state land. 
Yeah. No. If they had their own private, you know, 80 acres or 120. Something big enough where they could keep them alive long enough. For them yeah, to get and then they, like Jim, kept right. his mouth shut. Yep. When he, sh he didn't tell everybody what he was getting. Where he said where he messed up was he entered them in the contest that honor. And then all of a sudden, for a couple of years in a row, he got first or second place. And everybody's going, now, where's he getting these bucks? And how's he doing it? And people started crowding him. Yeah. And yeah. Back then, he was baiting with a dump truck, apples and sugar beets. And he did it on private property, which and it was legal then because there was nothing in the books that says you can't hunt over apples or it doesn't say you can only have a bucket. Yep. He went in there with a dump truck. <laughs> he had, you know, they would be five foot high. Deer would be on the other side. He'd have to wait for them to come around. But he also never shot anything unless it was four and a half or older. And okay. he got most of his good ones in muzzleloading season when they came into the his swamp. Yeah. So, you know, if you could do that and you put a pile down there by the pond or where that scrape was by that tree and then just stayed out of there, you'd get, you'd get one of them bigger ones. Sooner or later, one of them would walk out there. Yeah, sooner or later, one's gonna we're gonna be there because we had pictures of that big twelve point. Yeah. In the daylight, but I wasn't there. I was working, and Ty was working. You know, just it just that's how the year went. If I was there, you know, except for that nine point where I decided not to, or that yeah, that nine point that I decided not to shoot because he's too far away. Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, when I wasn't there, they'd be there. Yep. Yeah, it's just, and, that's, yep. and I showed you those pictures opening night. That buck was just on the other side of the field below the hill where you couldn't see him. Right. He yeah. was standing on the edge of the field just out of view. Where that where the picture of that bear was, that's where he was. Over mm -hmm. you know where that I don't know if you remember when we were driving down the, the top field in the the wood line over there. Yeah, on the, the far yep. Yeah, there's a little dip <clears throat> and that's where they come through. And he was just over there, and I couldn't see him. No, because I told you, your stand needed to be higher. Your rifle blind or whatever, yeah. so you could see over there. <laughs> I can't build anything that high. <laughs> That's 300-some uh, three, three yards away, Bob. <laughs> well, you can, <laughs> you, you can do it. <laughs> I know a good builder. <clears throat> no, you don't. <laughs> Back in the day, maybe, but, but no, it's it's all changed. The hunting is totally different. Yeah, I think a lot of guys realize if you want to shoot big bucks, you got to let the two-year-olds, the three-year-olds go by. You got to let them walk. Yeah, and then you got to do everything right, and they they got to make a mistake. If they don't make a mistake, you know, some yep. guys hunt the same deer two, three, four years before they get them. But if they're lucky. If they're lucky. Around here, well, yeah, anything could happen to them. Mostly it's get hit by a car or something. or Like you said, they they step off your property. Yeah, that's what I... Else's. 
just going to say we there's here there's not too many large tracts of land that somebody owns. You have 80 or 100 or 50. Well, you can do everything you can do, but it, he goes over the neighbors. You can't control what your neighbor yeah, does. Yeah, so. that's that's what they say. That's like in Texas, they say if you don't have oh thousand acres. You ain't gonna. Then you gotta not hunt them for five years to let them grow, and then go in on your mm-hmm. thousand acres. It's just like ever I hunt in Canada. It's they don't go by acres. It's sections. One section's what six hundred and sixty acres. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, between him and his dad, and his brother and cousins, they own. I don't know how much, but a lot. Right. I mean, you can go two miles by two miles, and then he only shoots two or three deer a year out of there. Yep. Just like I was listening to another podcast. He, the guy, Illinois, he's like uh, Chasing Giants by Don Higgins. He said, trouble with Illinois, these guys are shooting younger bucks. So we're running out of big bucks because these guys are shooting the smaller buck. Yep. And if you want big bucks, you can't shoot the smaller ones. I don't know how many we've let walk by in the past two or three years. Like, yep, that's a year and a half old, six point, young eight point. Let them, let them walk, you know. Yeah. And hopefully they make it. Hopefully nobody neighboring and property shoots them. But 90% of the time, they don't make it. Yeah, yeah, 90% of the time. That's why they're so precious that those... Like the big 12-point stuff, that big 9-point, we had a big 8-point. We were really lucky to have, you know, those those three bucks. Yeah. Were, it's just where did they go? Yeah. I, they go down the big swamp or... I know, but you'd think they would come back to your property. Yeah, well, that I think they do. But... But they go nocturnal again, just like... Get, I was going to say... That going, picture is... But in the dark. In the dark. I, yeah. Yeah. They come back, but you know, you know, a smart old buck. He, unless he's in the rut, he gets. Goes he back make and, a mistake. Yeah, and, he and makes then a it's the right spot at the right time. Yeah. I mean, where I hunt in Canada, I mean, it's there ain't nobody around me, but yet he went nocturnal. They're just smart. Yep. <laughs> That just, Even up there. Yeah. That told me he wasn't just staying on that guy's half section or whatever. <clears throat> that guy would go off. He was gone for seven days in the fall before he came back. He, You know, pre-rut, he was chasing and he was someplace else. Yep. Do you think, too, that you know, with him going nocturnal, do you think that had anything to do with the fact that they just don't? encounter people that often that as soon as they start to feel any form of human prefer, you know, uh, presence that's a good question because i don't he they don't run into people yeah some of them never even seen seen a person before i mean it's but then some of them i think they're just smart just they say, and this cautious ain't, this ain't right and they don't wait around to figure it out they think this ain't right i'm gone yeah and they stop, and they stand, and they look around, and that's what he did. 
they had the pictures they had of him there where he's standing there and he's going like that and he said he just turned around and left. Well, that one that I shot and didn't get, that's what he was doing. He was standing there and and I'm inside of a blind. He can't see me, but boy, he went. He just knew that ain't right. That ain't right. And he was back stepping. He stepped back two or three steps and stood there looking like that, and that's when I shot. But he's yeah. An older buck wouldn't have been that fast. You know, when you and I are young, we could dodge bullets. Yeah. This way we get older now, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Same as that deer. Yeah. <laughs> he was young, yeah, and he, he dodged that bullet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's I think that's a big thing with five year five year old, four year old bucks, eight year old bucks, they don't wait around to figure out what what is this. They go, Something's wrong, I'm gone. Yeah. Where a year and a half or a two year old buck might try to figure out what he's smelling or what he's seeing and that's a downfall but those old bucks they don't yeah. wait around to figure it out they know something's wrong and they leave they do they leave they hear up there they hear a coyote they're gone yeah. not all the time this year first time i had a buck standing there and he was crossing that gas line and all of a sudden, he stopped, and his hair bristles up. And I go, ha-ha, I got the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got it up. Here come a coyote. Walk, And then he stood there, and that coyote walked within 30 feet of him and went on. <laughs> and he never, that guy never moved. I mean, he just stood there and watched that coyote. The coyote was 20 feet, so I know they seen each other. And I wanted to shoot, but I, I just, just you don't know. Does it spook them a quarter mile away? Are the gun going off? Because you don't hear any guns going. Off. I don't right. know. If they hear that and it makes them gun shy or or what. But I think for it just takes time and. If they're chasing a doe, you'll get your shot. Yeah. But around here, if he's got three on his side, he's going down. Yeah. Especially on state land. Oh, yeah. Around here, no, well, yeah, state land or whatever. It's just, I think that's the rule now, isn't it? Three on his side? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, I haven't hunted here in years. Yeah? No. When was the last time? How long ago? I was bow hunting. I shot it. I'd have to look in my book. But I would say, oh, God, it's been 10, 12 years. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I think with the antler point restriction taking effect as long as it has now, I mean, we've noticed it on the farm. Again, the farm's only 80 acres, so it's not like we're holding those deer. But we're seeing more bucks that are hitting older age classes. Yeah. State land, I'm noticing the same, too, as I'm catching more and more older deer. Yeah, well, people are going by the rule. They're not shooting. 
unless it's three on a side, which a lot of four-pointers make it through. Yeah. And a lot of them get left in the woods laying there because somebody shot it and thought, oh, it didn't have brow tines. Yeah. And they don't want to get caught with it. So they just leave it lay. They just leave it lay. And I think, though, on state land, it's a lot harder to pattern a bigger buck because I don't think oh, he has a pattern. No. He, he knows if he goes the same way twice in one week, he's going to get nailed. So. Uh, they're just they're smarter. But then again, we get them in here all the time, and man, I've been out on the decks, and they'll be standing over there, and they don't run. Yeah. So I, and the wife's got where she goes out there, and they recognize her voice. I'd say I haven't been here in rifle rifle season for ten, twelve years, so I don't, I don't know what goes on. But bow hunting it was still quiet. Yeah. You know, there's no guns going on. Right. And but then there's a lot of people in the woods. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I had him, I had him patterned, and then two days later, he is gone. Yeah. Where he went, only he knows. Yep. Yeah. He could have went in somebody's backyard and lay there, and I mean, they come and they eat the flowers underneath that window. So they wait till dark, and then they, they're nocturnal. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Yep. Yeah. Hit the yard light? Lift up the window and stick the crossbow out. And <laughs> My luck, he'd die in a neighbor's yard. <laughs> in their driveway. <laughs> so what's the... Um, I heard a guy on the internet talking, uh, the guy, that meat eater guy, what's his name? Meat eater guy? Oh, Steve Ranella? Yeah. Yeah. He's talking that, you know, that the mule deer are less tolerable to human intrusion than the whitetail. The whitetail can live in an urban yeah. setting. And I've never hunted mule deer, so I was like, well, I never thought about that. Uh, I've hunted mule deer, but we don't hunt anywhere near... We, you get on a ranch, uh-huh. and you stay there. Unless they come into the guy's barnyard, that's yeah. the only... No, and, uh, that's the only place I've seen them, yeah. and they're usually young deer. Mm-hmm. But they get the older ones; even they get smart and take off. I mean, how many you see in South Dakota in people's yards? Well, oddly enough, when we went there, not last year, but the year before, for mule deer, we actually had uh, a couple big mule deer right in right in town where we were staying, mm-hmm. but. I wonder if that had to do it because they're in the middle of the rut, and that's where the does were hanging out in town. So yeah, that might have drove those bucks to be in town. Because I mean, right in the same—I mean, we walked out the the front door one day, and there was a nice buck pinned a doe up against someone's deck. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. No, if we all knew, we'd all be like Mitch Rampala and shoot one fifty a year. <laughs> buck <laughs> every year <laughs> there's still controversy come up with that again on the internet i see it oh here we go uh, i thought it all finally quieted down no, it's all ramped back up again 
Yeah. I don't know. I seen I seen that buck. I, I couldn't tell that if there's anything odd about it. Oh, I seen it too. I seen it at Lansing, and I seen it at his house in Traverse City. Yeah. He lives on, like I say, every uh, here so much. It's I don't know. Yeah, his sister and brother-in-law do have a ranch in Missouri, and they raised him. But With, like, I mean, I seen it two days after it was killed. Yeah. Oh, gonna... oh, it was a real deer, but thing is, why didn't he let him take a blood sample? And then all of a sudden, oh, what's he got? He's got steroids in him, and or and all this stuff that he shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh... he didn't let nobody touch it. Yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah, that's the only weird part about it, is that like, why didn't he just have it certified or have him look at it? Yeah. It was a million dollar buck. Oh yeah, it, man! I like. Hanson just sold his buck for a million bucks. He did. Yeah, he just sold the rack. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, then, you know, I'd have got a hold of everybody. Man, I had on my fruit of the loom. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have froze if I didn't have them on, and uh, I wouldn't have been able to sit there that long. And then I had this broadhead, this arrow, this bow. Man, I don't, I, you know, it's all money. Oh, yeah, big money. Yeah. Well. I never did hear what Bowie was using. I can't Hoyt remember. Matthews. I think it might have been a Hoyt. I don't know, but still. I can't remember what the popular bow was that's, then. That's money. Yep. You guys, here's the world record whitetail, and I shot it with this. Well, and he just says, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. He's a weird duck. Anyway. Yeah, he is. He's a different kind of guy, that's for sure. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't go to prison on that federal case for mail carrier. Yeah. He didn't deliver the mail. His, they said his boot in was full of mail, but it was junk mail, and he wasn't delivering it. Well, that's what I heard. And then he did get fired. I know that because I knew guys in Traverse City, mail carriers, and they said, yeah, he got fired for not delivering the mail. Then he went from there to being a janitor. And that's the last, last I heard. But you see bigger deer being killed now on the average, just like Ty said, you know, it's, Guys are letting them finally walk. Which is interesting though too, because they've um, my buddy he he uh, has a dog that he tracks deer. Yep. And uh, he mentioned some really interesting data about how how many tracks he did and the number of bucks that he tracked compared to does was really significant in comparison. We were discussing it just the other day about why that was. People just weren't shooting them or just not calling them to track them. We figured it was probably because of if someone shoots a Joe, they're not going to necessarily call a tracker to go find it. If they can't find it on their own, then they... What? Well. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, there's a lot of does. Yeah. Our buck-to-doe ratio is still way off. But uh, somebody, I just talked, oh, he shot a big buck on Beaver Island, my dentist. And he rattled that in and he said it was no 
biggest one they've shot, they hunt Beaver Island every year. They got a property up there in a cabin. And he said he rattled it in, and it was the biggest one they've gotten up there. But he said it was no monster. It had some mass, but no big, tall tines. He said it was probably a 140. He said, just said, you know, that's their biggest. He said, yeah, we're seeing big, bigger deer, and they don't, they're, they don't shoot little ones. Yep. Uh, his dad's 80-some years old, and he rattled it in. His dad shot it because they figured he ain't got too many more years, and he won't be able to get out. That's that's what helps. But who goes to Beaver Island? Yeah. I, I watched them on TV last night. That was the Kaniskis. Oh, man, we lost 80% of our deer on this farm with uh, that disease. Oh, I, it wasn't blue tongue, but it was one of the ones that the deer had. But they had another farm. Well, how many people? They had 30,000 acres. 30,000 acres between Iowa and Missouri. I can't do that. Yeah, most people can't. No. And they said, well, they just went to the other ranch. They went. They left Iowa and went to Missouri. And, and uh, they have their target bucks. And nobody goes in there and hunts. So they are... They're they're coming in. Oh, yeah, there's four or five out in the field right now. Shoot, we're lucky to see four or five does after the first day of rifles. Right, right. Not everybody's got the opportunities that they got. Like I said, you come to Benzie County and, and shoot a 150. Yeah. Yeah, first off, I don't even know where to find one. And like you guys said, you guys come about as close to getting yours. That one there looked like it was a 150. Yeah, he's probably a 150. But did you get him? No. no. He disappeared. Yep. But if he was patternable like theirs, yeah, if, you know, well, he was in here last night, but two days later, he did come back in the daylight. In the evening, around here, it's like, man, I think he packed his bags and went to Ohio. <laughs> yeah. When that season opens, he'll be back. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. just luck. You're sitting there. You can go out there and sit down someplace, and one comes walking by. But, you know, that could take you 40 years. You're all right. And that's when I said, I ain't waiting 40 yep. years. I want to do it now. Right. So I packed my bags, and, and Halloween was, I laid everybody off at work. Halloween was it. Don't come back till December 1st. We took the whole month of November off, and I told the guys that worked for me, you might as well plan on it because... And we all hunted. Yeah. So everybody, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> we get two weeks before rifle season. Then we get all a rifle season. 
But nobody shot no big ones. No, because we didn't have any yet. No. We had all those stuff like that. Remember when you were allowed two of them? Yep. On your bow tag and two with a rifle? Yep. You were allowed four, and it was, and I tagged out. Yep. You used to be able to shoot four bucks? Yeah. Really? It was, yeah. Years ago. Huh. It was either that or two a year. I'm pretty sure it was two with a bow. I can't remember now. Sure. Two with a rifle. I don't know, but I know it was it wasn't just one and yeah. put your gun away. Right. But that's I think they were doing it that was too many. But we had a lot of deer then for some reason. Yeah, we had a for a while there they were just Deer. A deer. <laughs> I mean, there were so many car deer accidents, they had to do something. Yeah. I got to look and I said, yeah, I shot four deer. Look at them. You know, you put them all together and you couldn't get 100 points. Yeah. 100 inches out of them. <laughs> yeah, like you say, even today, we have big bucks here, but if you're going to kill a big one, you're going to have to go somewhere else. Like you say, unless you're lucky, because nobody's got a thousand acres they can hunt on up this far north, you know, downstate. Ty's friend there only shoots a recurve and he kills monster bucks every year, but they got, I think, 1,600 acres. It's a dairy farm and they got 1,600 acres. Yeah. And he's probably just one or two of family members that hunt on it. So, yeah. Well, it's just... so if you live up here and you want to kill a big buck you almost got to go somewhere else or someplace where they're there and you nobody else is in there right yeah. right yeah you got to be hunting really hard and be the first one in there and Don't. hope that hope that you catch them on the right day yeah and Don't. the only one in there and hunt that pacific deer and not jump from this place to that place you gotta like I got to hunt this deer. I got to be here. Whenever I can be here, I got to be here, not somewhere else. Yeah. And then you hear people say, well, you can't do that because they'll pattern you. But how can they pattern me when they ain't even there? Right. So I know I've heard that too. Well, you know, that's uh, you can't go in there. Well, like I'm on the farm all the time. They smell me year round. Yeah. They know what I smell like. They know what the car door is. Yeah. Slam. That used to get me. We'd be hunting. Guys would get out. We'd be doing a drive, and they slammed. I said, don't slam the doors. You go to Iowa, you slam the door, 50 pheasants. Right. That's right, because they, they know, know what a door is. Yeah. And deer are just as smart as the pheasant. But that's... Uh, I don't, I just don't think we got the genetics, maybe, or we don't have big bucks here in Benzie County that I know of. I've heard people say, oh, we got that great big buck. It's at least a 10 or 12. Ends up being a 14-inch spread <laughs> on the inside, and it's just an 8-point, but... Oh my God! When they see it, it oh, it was at least a ten, maybe twelve, and, and then they get them. Ty's first deer was a ten point. 
<laughs> a little basket rack, yep. yeah. You're an half old buck, ten point. Like, you imagine what it'd be like when you four or five. That one right there is an eight point, yep. and it ain't no bigger than the four point down here. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got, a, I got an eight point. It's a pretty little. The only one I see because it's about this big, but it's symmetrical. Yeah, it's about this big. Yeah, I had one up here someplace. I'm probably moved him by now, but maybe I cut him up. Who knows? But he's probably over there. I don't know. I had a perfect little ten point, and I shot it right over here on the Platte River. But uh, yeah, it's then you. I got there to where I was just letting them walk, and I was shooting scrub bucks that you didn't right. want because they were rotten. And breeding. Yep, yep. Yeah, like the ones right there. That one horn comes out and goes to the left. And then the other side just got something there about two inches long. And I thought, well, I was I was looking for a one-horned buck so that I had a one through 12. <laughs> 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 It's all about the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I got a one point, a two point, three point, four, all the way to twelve, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then, and they were all basket rack. I yeah, mean, you know, that old year and a half old. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, that's that's now, yeah, and give them four or five years. You give them little bucks like that four or five years, they still would not be a monster buck. Right. But, uh, around here, yeah, there's big bucks, but I heard there was a big one there at Honor on the golf course, that Champion Golf Course. Yeah, well, that's all private around there. You can't, can't not supposed to even bow hunt in there. But I know guys that was in there, and they said, oh, yeah, he, he he's a big one, and nobody ever gets it. Yeah. Did you hear of anything around no. Benji being shot that was? This year, no. I mean, the biggest one was the one that Uncle Mike got. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what that scored. He was a big. You got well, a pitcher? Yeah, he was a nine. Nine point. Busted one tine off. You go down through there and you see the. I've got uh, spikes that long, little baby. You know, I got. I cut them out of the herd, man. Yeah, that's that's the buck there. Oh yeah. That was out in Benzie County. Uh, yeah, well, that's about a 125. Gross, net rather. He's. Uh, he doesn't have much for mass, it don't look like, but I'd say he's a 125 to a 128. Yeah. I don't think he'll make 130. I shouldn't say anything. Then when I shot up there, uh, I Canada this year, I sh normally wouldn't have shot that, but I was so sick. That's when the guide came back to get me, and I was laying in his alfalfa. <laughs> he thought I was dead. <laughs> uh, man, I, I was hurting so bad, my stomach and that, and I took my foot, and I raked all that alfalfa up, put in a pile, 
against the tree, and I laid down, and there was some sun, sh uh, sun shining. I mean, it was 48 degrees, 45 degrees every day. Wow. And I laid there in that sun, and then I was out. He came up there in his quad. <laughs> it kicked your foot. And he thought I was dead laying there. He <laughs> said, man, you. Then he said, I pulled up there to you. And then all of a sudden he says, you just opened one eye like that and looked at me and just went. <laughs> 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 uh, come back in an hour. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> no. We, that was. I've had two bad years in a row up there. And your buddy there, he never pulled the trigger never again this year. Never pulled the trigger again this year. And he, we hunted seven days in Manitoba and six in Saskatchewan. Thirteen days of hunting. And I only pulled the trigger once. But, uh, yeah, I was sick. Oh, God. I, uh, I couldn't eat. Like I say, I came home. I weighed, I lost 12 pounds. I was losing a pound a day because yeah. I wasn't eating. <laughs> this is, I said, what is going on? This is two years in a row I've been sick, taking the fun out of it. It ain't bad when you're seeing stuff, but if you ain't seeing anything, it's a long day. Yeah, I bet it was bad this year when it's 40-some degrees in oh. Alberta and Saskatchewan. Nothing, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's roads are bare as could be and we oh perfect driving weather get up there didn't have to fight the snow and the ice and get up there and the only bad thing was to get back in where i was at we had to ride a side by side and that thing we about tipped it over a couple times and then it was mud and oh god and i said well and you pay your money and you take your best shot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would have done, if it wasn't for that one there, I could have moved to another spot and probably shot a smaller deer, but I wanted him. Yeah. Man, they, he had some nice pictures of that deer in October, right around Halloween. That was a nice, he's figured, he said he could, he could, he had the better pictures, but we figured it was a one, one seventy something, not a high one seventy, but like a one seventy two to one seventy five. He would have made boomer, but I, I don't know. He could have had too many deductions. Yeah. Now, do you think that one is about the same size as that first one you saw the first year you went up there that you passed on? And oh no. That new guy was a monster. Uh, he was bigger than that one. Really? He's about as big as that grizzly Bob's got over there. That thing was a monster. Like, he yeah, was, I'm waiting for Bob to pull the trigger. I don't even know what I probably threw the tape away. I videotaped him all day long. <laughs> I had him at 50 yards more than, and then 75 yards, and and he just walked he didn't chase them does running he walked and he god he was huge and his horns were dark real dark and massive like that and 
I looked, well, he's only an eight point. And he was, but he had double brow tines, and then this one over here had three. And I went, oh, shoot. He was 11 point, but I figured out all them deductions. I said, he won't even make 150. And boy, when we got back in camp and, and I showed him the video, and, and the outfitter says, and you didn't shoot? He said, that's about as big an eight point as I have ever seen. It was just it huge. Was, it was huge. Like I said, it's about the size of that grizzly. I mean, it was a big, like, holy crap, look at that. I got him walking in, <clears throat> and there's a 10-point on the pile, which you can bait in Saskatchewan. And he walked up there, <clears throat> and they put their heads down like that, and that other one, the 10-point, he was in about a 140 class. His horns went right inside, and that <laughs> big one of mine went, and threw him to the side. <laughs> and I go, holy <laughs> And I had that. And then I had, there was a, must have been a hot doe because I had three other bucks there that were all big. But he was huge. He was 20-some inches. <sighs> Buck of a lifetime. And I just sat there and looked at him and watched him all day. <laughs> Never pulled the trigger. And what's? Because I know there are a lot bigger deer up there. What? What's the usual like body weight of them? Anywhere from two hundred to three hundred. Yeah. I have not broken three hundred pounds. My biggest deer was one eighty-one live weight. Okay. I think it was live weight. Yeah. 181. You mean 281? 281. Yeah, that's my biggest one. Yeah. And yeah. I don't even know. He wasn't that. Uh, he this, was. We figured that one buck was well over 300 pounds. Yeah, well, the one that I shot, that was the big one. We went up there early that season. They have a seven day rifle season in the rut. And we always went in November. Well, we went up there early that one year because Jim couldn't take the cold much anymore. And that's when I shot it, and it was 281. Yeah, and, and he was he was so big, and when he came out, I didn't even look at his horns because I knew he was big. <laughs> and he was only an eight point, but he was... Oh, God, he was big. I walked up to that thing, and, uh, oh, God, I hope I didn't shoot a, uh, an elk. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be uh, talking to the Indians. <laughs> but I can't. Oh, he's right next to that caribou, that eight point right there with his fur is all nice and slick. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's like... It was, you tell, it was earlier in the year then. Yeah, and he hadn't started really rutting yet. They were just starting, and his, he was big. But you got to watch when you take him to a taxidermist because they, I told him the next, when I do get a big one, I want a mule deer form because they get them 
like that whenever you can't tell he was that big. Yeah. Oh, because they that's the standard they white tail the form. form a white tail form, and then they cut it down. It's just like shaving a beam, you know. Yeah. They cut it down to fit, and well, uh, yeah. He, but all, all them other ones right there beside of it, they were all in the two thirty-five to two fifty-five, I would say. But then again, you never know. It's they. <laughs> now that do they all pretty much all have that dark like chocolate? Rack or he, some, yeah. For the most part, for I the think most they, part they are. But yeah. that biggest one I've seen, and I've seen the one three years ago. Their horns look like the color of the bears, man. Black. Yeah. Black, and they're usually mass, and I don't know why, but minerals uh, in the ground, maybe. It could be uh, that or I think it's when they rub their horns, they're not doing it on a bunch of little popple shoots. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. It's darkening. They're rubbing up onto the spruce tree. Yeah, yeah. They they got a tree up there. It's like a spruce tree and a pine tree with little needles. But they get to, they get it. They get up. They have darker horns. Yeah, yeah I noticed that going out to South Dakota that, like, they all have a gray tint to them, mm-hmm. at least over by the Black Hills and whatnot. And even further south, where I got my mule deer, it's just, a, like, a gray to them instead of, like, the brown or, mm-hmm. like, that darker color, yeah. I think it's lots to do with what they rub their horns on. Yeah. But, uh, no, up there, they don't... It's just a bunch of tag... It's just, I don't know, we call them tag alders here, but it looks like that stuff over there with spruce trees, but... Thicker than thick, man. You can't even. Like I say, that's one the spot that I hunt. If I look to my left, if he ain't here to the window, I ain't gonna see him. Oh, really? <laughs> that it, thick, huh? It's thick. Yeah. And then a lot of times you can see them, but you can't shoot them because you can't tell how big they are, and then they're gone. That's that's Manitoba, Saskatchewan. They usually have alfalfa laying there, and they'll pop out and nibble at that a little bit and then wander off. At least you can look at their horns. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, up there in Manitoba, man, they cross that gas line. You best be ready. Cause if you, and then if you don't stop and they're parallel, you can't see what this side is. And it's like, dang. I yell at them, hey, but they, they don't even pay attention. Go, oh, <laughs> oh, no, it's Bob. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll duck this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just get their attention. You know. <laughs> They've never heard a voice before. Right, right. So they usually they stop and do this. Yeah. But they don't hang around more than just a, less than a minute. Yeah, you better be ready, huh? you got to be looking <laughs> through the scope. You can't put the binoculars down get the gun you're done dude he's he's long gone he's eating lunch over there someplace <laughs> uh, i i more i i don't mess with my binoculars it's i look through that scope that way if i say shooter all i gotta do is drop her down yeah 
<laughs> I don't know what the hell happened this year. He was in the brush, but it wasn't that thick. Cause... It only takes a little twig, though. Well, there was. Yeah, well. After you don't. He was. I don't think. I don't recall anything. It could have been. You don't have time to think. I just yeah. pulled up and. Yeah, uh, I was wasn't feeling all that great, and I said, "Oh, I was thinking, man, I get back into camp, I can sleep in." He gets up four thirty every morning. Four thirty-five o'clock gets old. <laughs> I said, "You know, I, I'm getting too old for it." That's why I said this year, no more two weeks. One week. One week this year. Five days. Six. Six days this year. And that, and I say my granddaughter's gone, so. And you going to hunt both provinces or just one? Just one. Just one. Manitoba? Or? Yeah, Manitoba, yeah. It's, uh, he's got some nice blinds and she can get in it. And the other ones are a little bit more crude. They're just a canvas. And if it's nice out, it's all right. But if it's cold, you know, I've been up there at 20 below, and <laughs> damn, boy, it's even, I, I, I yeah. had a sleeping bag I didn't get in. Now I, I bought one of those heater body suits. Mm-hmm. Three years, it ain't been opened yet. Because mm. the last two, and then this year, shoot, man, I, I could have laid in the sun and got a suntan. <laughs> Uh, I got in that alfalfa, man, and that sun. <laughs> Dude, man, like somebody gave me a sleeping pill. Nothing better when you're not feeling good, huh? I thought, yeah. I thought, boy, if I could cover myself up, I said, I'll bet you something will come in here and eat. <laughs> and I'm going to go boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> but uh, I fell asleep, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> nothing came in that I know of. But his boots were gone. He, I don't know. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you see a deer up there with a boot hanging off of his horns, <laughs> that happened up in Alberta. Oh yeah. Guy shot his deer, and you know you lay your gun down on it, and he got back and was going to uh-huh. hold the horns, and that now the thing jumped up and. It, Horn snagged into his sling, and it oh, took no. off with his gun. What you gonna do? Shoot! He's got my gun. He's, <laughs> he said, "I didn't see deer a beer tough." He says, "You shoot him, all they do is take your gun." <laughs> he said it went about twenty, thirty feet or something, and it fell off. But he said he went. Great. <laughs> now he's armed. <laughs> yeah, now he's, now he's going to shoot at me. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, he he was on many, uh, oh, uh, what was it, Monarchs of the North. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I've heard of it now. I don't think I've ever yeah, yeah. He's on that. <laughs> he's, they interviewed him on it, and he says, he's there up here. <laughs> like, shoot him, and he says, they get mad and they take your guns. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, they took his. <laughs> it is amazing how tough some of them are. I'm seeing like more and more videos of people posting where like a couple bucks got their antlers tangled, and one we run around with another buck's head attached to them. Yeah, they're tough, Jeez. man. Like, you see, last night I watched on TV the 
outdoor channel there. I don't know who was it Kaniskis or who, but they had one of their deer on their farm. That was their target buck. Got his horns caught between two big trees like that where he was raking it and couldn't get out. And got stuck. And there he was. He's, he's you know, been dead for weeks because he was all eight, but his horns were all attached and right there wedged in the tree. So that's, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for two big trees like this. <laughs> <laughs> and a deer stuck his horn between them and can't get out. Uh, I'll get my picture taken with him and then I'll turn him loose. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. ethical, huh? Yes, you are. <laughs> you didn't say anything about a knife. <laughs> yeah, your grandfather found one up in the UP like that near it got stuck in the tree and he was dead. Skeleton yeah. it was skeleton, you know, they crows yeah. and ravens and coyotes, whatever it ate on him and he was yeah. stuck in the tree. Yeah. Yeah, I see where they're still dragging him around there and they had him out west or something, the one the one died, and the other one was dragging him around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was listening to the guy talk where, yeah, well, that and they'll, like, them just attack another deer, too. All the guys talk about when they shoot a deer and some yeah. big old buck comes up and starts yeah. tearing it apart. We've had that. I've, oh, really? come up, and they're laying there dead, and he, the other one will come in there and look, and then they'll come up, and they'll gouge him. Yeah. And try to get up, let's fight, and they... Then they get back, and then they something ain't right with this guy. He, he, <laughs> he won't. He, he won't fight. He won't he get won't up. Fight. He won't get up. Because normally, when I shoot, it's they usually drop right there, and then I sit there and watch. And well, I've had them come in there and they poke them, but they don't get too too rowdy. They just poke them. Jim's the same way. His buck came in there and just. Kept jabbing him with his horns, and he said, "I was afraid he was going to ruin the cape." He said, "So he said I stood up and yelled, and he said it just looked at me, and then he said I had to get out and start walking towards it, <laughs> and it ran off." But we used to go up there. It's they're all. We went in there on snowmobiles one night, and. And there was a buck stand there. We had the headlights from the snowmobile on him, and he wouldn't leave the bait. <laughs> he just stood right there eating and looking at the snowmobile. And we got within 15, 20 yards of him before he took off. But we could have shot him with a gun, or we could have shot him with a bow. or But we were going back in there to move the guy's blind. He wanted to move, so we were going to tear it down and move it. And I usually go along with the uh, the outfitters, helpers, and just something to do yeah. after supper. Snowmobile back in. And no, I got tired of shooting that stuff there. Like I say, I had 64 little little racks. Yeah, you're in half old deer, yeah. Yeah. Like I say, there's, there's a bunch of them out. In the pole barn, there's 15 or so out there, and then I, I cut up some and made stuff out of them. I got well, there's that black bear's got a couple underneath. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, and then I got 
couple on. I got a big one right there, man. He was a dandy. You'd have shot him. One on the trap. Oh, yeah. 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 The one that's hiding behind right that there. number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's just what you're looking for. Yeah. There's a. Yeah, he, you charged me $35 for one like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't you, I think it was Tom, you and Tom are up Canada bear hunting, and didn't, didn't you have some bear doing the same thing? Tom had to swat the cubs oh, out. Oh, yeah, we all. And the yeah. cub, and the sow was laying by his four-wheeler. He had to walk by the sow to get on the four-wheeler, and she laid he down. He had to chase the cubs away to yep. get down out of the tree they'd see you up there and they didn't know what we were and they would come on up <laughs> the sow wasn't sure what we were but if she thought we was a boar she had a but after two days they got used to tom he'd park the quad walk by and they're 15 yards the whole family and and he'd go up the tree, and them cubs would be right behind us. <laughs> and he said, I didn't mind her, but he says, I didn't know what she'd do, if, you know, what the cubs would start squealing. Yeah. yeah. So when they came up, he just he said, I'd take my cap and just swat them. Well, I had the bigger ones come up, and I had my bow like this. He's poking at him. I was going to ban at him there in the nose with the bow. <laughs> and... Yeah, we had that. Yeah, we had that happen more than once. And that, after a while, they—I mean, they—they they never seen people. They didn't know. Scott and I was up. I was filming him, and I said, "Well, it's getting on towards dark, and we had to cross a beaver dam with a quad. <laughs> and you go over this side, you're going to get wet. And you go over this side, you're going to get wet. You had to stay right." on the dam so we left with light <laughs> and there was four or five down there below us <laughs> and i said let's go and he said what do you mean i said climb down and he said, well, you climbed up <laughs> I said, okay i said just whatever i said he got down on the ground he got his bow i said whatever you do don't run just walk away and that's what we did and they just looked at us. I was, I was throwing brush over the bait to keep the wolves out of it because he had dog food. And I had on a, I told you, a black sweatshirt. I was dressed in black. And man, I'm throwing that brush down like that, and I got all done. And I turned and looked, and you know, I hear to the corner of the building house, there's a bear sitting there looking at me. <laughs> I went, damn, I said, where's my bow? My bow's over there. Because <laughs> I was dragging brush over there, and I just said, now, don't you be tearing this brush off of here tonight. And as soon as he heard my voice, he was gone. And I was right behind him. <laughs> Get out of here before he comes back. But that's why I love the bear hunt, because it was just too much fun. Where did you do most of your bear hunting at? God, all over. Yeah? Yeah, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alaska. Yeah. So I'm actually, I think I got about a 50-50 shot of drawing a bear tag this year for our area. For here? Mm-hmm. How many points? I'm at eight. 
eight. And uh, next, so for this year, I'll be at nine. And when I pulled up the drawing results for la- or last year, if you had eight or nine, you probably, like, that was where you drew. So I'm right on that cusp of yeah. drawing a tag, especially if they add more tags this year. Which they should. Yeah, they're talking about it. So. They've been adding yeah. a few every year for the past, what, two or three years yeah. uh-huh. at least. So if they add a few more, I got a pretty good shot, I think. Took me 13 years to draw. A couple of years ago, it was 10 or 11 points you needed, so I, I, I thought there was going to be some point creep going on. But I think with them adding the tags, it's leveled out. At 13 years and didn't get to go because she wanted to go to Vermont and see the whales and stuff. And I said, yeah, we'll go, you know, plan the trip all out. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, I got it in the mail. You drew. Oh, shit, that's right. I was due to draw, draw this year. Oh, I waited 13 years and didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> so I says, well, then I went to I went to Alaska instead, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah. well, I got this video of a bear that I saw just last year deer hunting. I know it's not the in, best video. In October or November? October. Okay. So this is actually opening day That's in October. Right there between the trees? Yep, and he will start to walk oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he's moving. Uh, ooh, yeah. I can't tell that how big of a bear that is. Uh, too much stuff around him. Yeah. What kind of what size shoe do you wear? Boot, because he's got one hanging from. The <laughs> you got a Sorel. <laughs> Sorel number nine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your bear, buddy. <laughs> See, when you feed them, you don't send them all your clothes. Oh. But that's out on state land. I was hunting by this pond, and it crept through. No, the pond's where... I know where the pond's at. <laughs> Don't <laughs> No, no, no. Different, totally different, different pond. No, no, no. Different no, pond. No, no, no. I recognize the tree in it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should just... Yeah, everything's down at the farm. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, there Don't you worry go. about any of the other spots. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble is, somebody that you don't even know go in there and... He'd shoot it the first day. <laughs> you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has never hunted before. My son-in-law only hunted once, and he shot a 135 over there around Boone or something. Well, there's a deer never. right over there. Yeah. Doe. Yeah, it looks like a doe. Yeah, they're between the two seats. Yeah. Might not there be ain't no seat. feed over there, so they're hurting. Yeah, you know, I see one way back there. Oh, yeah, like browsing. Browsing, yeah. yeah. Here comes another one right behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Let's shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> want, uh, we'll let him grow. You want something on there? <laughs> this is, this that reminds me of when you were up moose hunting and that moose tried to run you over. Yeah, well. He, he got, he got <laughs> lovesick and wanted to fight Bob. Yeah. Bob was running around the willow patch, and the moose right behind. God, yeah, I got that on a disc. <laughs> <clears throat> Scott's got it on. He put it on whatever. It's got like six hundred people looked at it. I go, oh, don't show people that. <laughs> <clears throat> that was one of the biggest, stupidest mistakes I ever made. 
Here comes another, another one. one, eh? Three coming out now. Yeah, man. When I was... And then all of a sudden, he rolled them eyes back <laughs> his head, and then I had that caribou horn piece of it, and you son of a <laughs> roll your eyes at me. <laughs> I hit him, and next thing I know, he whirled his heads down, and he's coming. He's 60-something moose. <laughs> and I just, you know, he's got it all on tape. Oh, shit, I said, and him and I, we're going around this bush. <laughs> And he could have went anywhere he wanted. He could have cut right through it because it was just little stuff. But damn, we didn't. Why? It was stupid. <laughs> the things we do and then go, oh, boy, that was dumb. Yeah, because I didn't have a gun. Yeah. It was back, and Scott didn't have his. No, geez. We just, we just walked out there and we're just going to, just taking some pictures and. And then uh, Scott says, listen. Or I said, listen. I, we heard it. You could hear it grunting way off in the distance, half a mile or so. And I just started calling. And damn, 15 yards. <laughs> <laughs> then I was running out. What do I do? <laughs> uh, I gave him a left hook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dropped him right to his knees. <laughs> yeah, <I> bet. <laughs> if he had caught you, yeah. <laughs> even on his knees with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a little baby. Yeah, that one. He's like, oh, I wish it was taller. I could eat that cedar, but I'm not. So, I'm yeah. browse on some willow here a little bit. Oh. Yeah. He don't know it, but he's only got less than a year to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll sprout some horns. <clears throat> Used to be, uh, he, he ain't going to, unless he's a, you know, three on his side. Where'd the other one go? Take uh, it. Oh, that's further to the, the left, left there. Yeah. yeah. No dough, though, is there? All right, so that's it for the conversation with Bob and my dad. So again, at this point, you know, it kind of cuts out kind of quick because that's when the batteries do end up running out. Um, so we weren't ever really able to finish the uh, that thought, at least on the recording anyways. But I do hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, uh, kind of bounced around a little bit, but again, I hope you got a little bit out of it. Just a kind of, you know, looking back at uh, hunting, you know, from the past in comparison to now and um, you know, going across, you know, going across the country, trying different things, experiencing new things. Um, and, you know, you know, if you can't find what you're looking for hunting here or where you're at currently, then, you know, don't have or don't be afraid to go explore and try hunting new, new places uh, and have new experiences. But again, that's a wrap on this episode. So as always, get out there, be safe and have fun.